Welcome to Chaotic Harmony. My name is John. This is Crystal. We talk about the joys and the challenges of teaching music in the elementary school classroom. We share struggles, we brainstorm solutions, and we would love to have you join us. Hi, listeners. This week's episode is a continuation of the conversation that we began last week with Jesse Rogers. He is talking about how he uses recording arts and music production as the foundation for his general music classroom at Rosebank Elementary School. We are really excited to talk to Jesse again and to give you the rest of what he has to say. This is a conversation that we split in half because it ended up being longer than we generally like the episodes to be. So if you missed last week's episode, we highly recommend that you go back through Listen to that one first, and this one will make a lot more sense. And we hope you enjoy. Here's Jesse. We could. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important. And, yeah. I, and I think that anybody who delves into this, I hope they do the same. So when when you get to the point where, and I'm sorry to bounce around, but we'll get to the beginning of, of the conversation. But when you get to the point where you're choosing instruments and you tell the kids, what instruments do you want to be on your track? Mm-hmm. Like they choose the instruments that you teach them, you know? Yeah. So the kids are like, yeah. boom. And, of course. and like shaker and yeah. trombone and it's like great you know like how many great pop songs use a boomwhacker right um but we so not enough that's not, the answer. Not, not, <laughs> not enough um so we get to the point where it's like i've made a song for them that sounds like the black keys but here comes the boomwhacker uh-huh. but yeah. it's that's fine yeah. that's totally, totally cool and the, and the kids like. can play the boomwhacker yes so they get in front of the mic and i go Everybody quiet. We're going to record, right? which is awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, deet, 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 deet. And the kids are just like, gung, gung, gung. And then we stop <laughs> it. And then we play it back. And they're like, oh, it's garbage. And I'm like, I know. Let's do it again. Experimentation, <laughs> right? yeah. And that, that whole like recording yeah. process and hearing yeah. themselves. Anyway, so the instrumental, there's a need for uh, instrumental ensembles. Because if this was to go past elementary school, which it definitely should. Absolutely. Should, right? definitely. Yeah. Then it's like. Those kids that do have a lot of experience on their instrument, get those kids in the in the recording studio. Yeah. Right? And record the trumpet player. And then the kid whose job it is to record the trumpet can hear themselves and go, oh, man, my interval jumps are terrible. I need to go practice Reflection. Yep. Right. It's so yes. key to music under, uh, understanding. And yep. I think it's self-reflection. And, we, yeah. and I feel like we try to do that like uh, in my class. We try to do it like we do performance and we do that with self-reflection. But... I've also recently started recording my kids' video and then having them see themselves and hear themselves is so Instant. helpful. Yeah. 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 And then and then with the person whose job it is to record that trumpet player, you teach them tricks to make the trumpet player sound yep. good. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's just eh, it's all over the place. It's it's awesome. Um, it is awesome. You teach do how you, the sausage is made. Sorry? Do you so teach you? how the sausage is made. Oh yeah. Do do you want me to talk more about the album or another time? Well, I'd go for it. Okay, so yeah. so um this project has been uh it it takes months yeah. but it, that's actually really good i think yeah um because so so many times i've given myself only six weeks to do something mm-hmm. like anytime i ever perform or prepare a winter uh performance it's like i don't want to start in october i would go crazy if i started in october yeah for sure like having kindergartners sing rudolph in october uh-huh. is <laughs> awful right yeah. mm-hmm. um but it's what would it what it takes sometimes right totally um so when you only see him once a week yeah yeah so i push i push i push i push and then it's like middle of november and i'm like okay fine right and i give yeah. him rudolph and like we just as fast as we can and the product and we get up on stage and it's like okay it's done you know yeah 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 <laughs> um that's not always the, out, the out, outlook that i have 
Um, but there is that element of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with the album, because um, the other thing is you can't get kids to, to prepare for a, a, a concert for too long. Yeah. Because then they just, they draw, nah, I'm done. Yeah. Like, can we move on to the next thing yet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the thing about, because what do you do when you prepare for a performance? You prepare the, 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 the performance piece. Mm-hmm. You prepare the performance piece. You prepare the performance piece. <laughs> you prepare the performance piece. Uh-huh. And that's it. Yeah. And then maybe yeah. you get around to blocking on stage when sure. it, when you need to. Maybe. But the thing is... For one like, class period. Yeah. And the kids are like, whatever. Yeah. And you give them that for three weeks in a row. They're like, mm-hmm. I want to do something new. So with the with the album creation, we started in October because you have to teach song structures. So you have to teach what a verse is, what a chorus is, what a bridge is. And that's super fun because we get to listen to pop music yep. in order to learn that. Mm-hmm. Then you need to write the words. So in order to write the words, you got to like learn about rhyme structure and rhyme schemes mm-hmm. so it's like a a b b or a a a b a b or whatever right and mm-hmm. then we're learning about how to rhyme sentences and we're you know practicing uh to, to write words that that rhyme and we're looking at pop songs and analyzing their rhyme structures and then we write the words and this was after we talked about structure so we're not talking about structure anymore but we're on to the words but we're still doing the same project uh-huh right mm-hmm. yeah so um you're doing a year-long steam project yes yeah yes mm-hmm. anyway so we get to uh so after lyrics we um choose the style mm-hmm. and then that's a whole other cool cool right. thing where we get to talk about styles and introduce styles and even as a class decide what our favorite style is going to be yeah harry styles. yeah and harry styles <laughs> he always i was waiting like, oh. for it i knew it was coming <laughs> and uh he actually came into the class with it oh wonderful oh, um, so do tell yeah you know him and i are buddies we Biffles. <laughs> um, but the we uh and then after that we go to instrumentation mm-hmm. uh and we talk about instrumentation differences between ensembles and blah 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 and um, then we choose our instrumentation, and that's always fun because kids are always like, "I want this instrument to be in there, and I want that one to be in there." And I usually say yes to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end, uh, it's like, "Okay, now let's we're trying to make a jazz song, <laughs> so maybe the whatever isn't appropriate, right?" Right. But and that's a, a kind of a cool discussion in, in and of itself. So after the instrumentation, um, we well we get to the point of actually making music, and um, that's. The hardest part of this whole thing and that's what takes the most educator expertise yeah mm-hmm. um at least until i think you've done it at a school site long enough and have built a strong enough program that the kids can do more of it yeah but until the kids can do more of it it's up to you to make the music yeah for sure and, um so this is my favorite part personally because i get in front of the kids and i have my my rotations are 45 minutes all right you're 60 yeah so that would be helpful Mm-hmm. But my rotations are 45. Mine's smaller. What are yours, 30? 35 to 40. That's rough, man. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I sit down in front of them, and I always start with the bass guitar, because um, the bass guitar is sort of like the heartbeat, sure. really. Mm-hmm. And um, I like I look at the notes, and I go, okay, they want a like a rap rock piece. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. How am I going to do this, right? Mm-hmm. And I just grab a, a bass, and I go, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the kids are like, and I look at them and I say, I'm going to play a bunch of stuff for you and you're going to tell me whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that stinks, Miss Rogers. And I'm like, yeah, I agree, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> what and happens when you have contention? So it's all, um, you got to build the culture yeah. and the community in the room. You got to build the like, nobody is here. If I talk a lot about democracy 
is really what it comes down to. Okay. okay. Like anything in the room that's voted on, mm-hmm. it's the same experience as the American people get. Got it. So 51% wins. Ooh, we're teaching citizenship you know? along yeah. with. I like it. Like 51%. And then I uh-huh. tell the minority, like, stinks, huh? Yeah. Like, you sh- next time you need to convince more people to feel the way oh, you feel. Oh, man. Right? Now we've got little seven-year-old <laughs> lobbyists going around oh, recess. Oh, gosh. Like, the super yeah. packs. we got the super <laughs> packs yeah, the super packs. Yeah. <laughs> so I do a lot of that throughout the year, voting on just mind this really things you don't need to vote on but just to do it like a cereal soup yeah Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> um so then <laughs> by, the, by the time you get to the point where you get you know like hey do we want this or that it's like mm-hmm. everybody's used to voting and voting doesn't feel bad when you lose right you got gotta, you gotta get to that but point. what's the parallel to electoral college that's my question to no, you no we're not going there don't answer that jesse we are not no <laughs> don't encourage him Oh. Just continue. No. Okay. Mm-mm. If you knew how I was raised, and you, and you knew how fired up I got about politics. Oh, okay. Oh. So um, the so you, when you do the instrumentation stuff, uh, and you get to the voting, mm-hmm. and you get to the style, go, telling them like, does this how does this sound? It's really everybody in the room going no, and if like somebody goes yeah, but not enough people go yeah, then we just move on. It's a no. Um, if it's like it's fair. if it's really clear that it's mixed mm-hmm. then it's like all right hands for yes hands for no and we tie 14 11 14s win and we go on mm. and it's weird because that's not that's not uh going that can immediately push somebody out of the process yeah like if it could sure. shut them down yeah. Oh, yeah yeah i'm picturing a little girl in particular who would be in the corner sobbing yeah 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 and that's mm-hmm. happened I sure. I bet and I and and that's important to learn too though is yeah. how to handle that. Um so I'm listening to this as a person who is not a bass guitar player or really even a very good guitar player at all. And so I'm thinking I love the idea of um how you build and it's a it's very orf process in that we're giving the kids Legos to build music with. They're just digital Legos. So I can see somebody who doesn't have the same skill set you have um getting on a keyboard and just playing like some of the built-in, you know, samples or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're going to pick one of these. Yeah. If you have Quaver, I know uh, Q Grooves, you could probably start there, yeah. um, build something up in there. You could you could use a lot of free things that are there that are out there too. You well, could even build it in Google. Yeah. Um, yeah, Chrome Music Lab. Yeah. Yeah. And you just need to have a knowledge of like pop uh, pop music and styles. Yeah. Like yeah. I know that if I'm so some of the kids wanted to make a song that was like a rock rap song. Right? Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, I can't go too heavy into rock because nobody's going to accept that, you know? Yeah. Like we can't like take our hair down and just, ah, like, but that might feel really good. Like for an afternoon though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just come over. We'll, we'll, we'll okay. Scream, we'll scream <laughs> Sounds um, great. We'll get real angsty. Um, so, but but there are some pop rock stuff uh-huh. like you can reach into the the Lincoln Park bag and the Evanescence bag, and just why not just rob that sound, mm-hmm. right? Which I, if I was ever to to lead a um, a PD on this, mm-hmm. uh, one of the things I would say is pull the kids and tell them who do you want to sound like, what do you want this song to sound like, which group, and then you get then you go home and you listen to those songs and you just make a song that sounds oh, yeah. like it. I, right? Also, on top of that, you like I don't even think the term "rob" should be even in the, the vernacular because, like, the issue is like when people are learning how to like draw, they copy like what they like. That's a good point. 
And so, like, and but the thing is, though, what you said, though, it's not criticism towards you. It's like a lot of teachers have that apprehension. Oh, I don't want to steal this. Right. But that's part of the learning process. Yeah. Right. Uh, taking, tracing, copying, learning. That's what it is. The first step yeah. in process teaching is imitation. Exactly. Yeah. It's direct imitation and then exploration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I looked at, so then I'll play a song for somebody and they'll go, this sounds like The Cure. And I'm like, yeah, it's because I wanted it to sound like The Cure. <laughs> or that, or that Wait, was like. kids the, are done? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh man, that's impressive! Like that's the snaps, that's there, there, the dead heads come out of the woodwork. <laughs> like you, you just get. Them I had all. a kid show up in a pink Floyd hat the other day, and I'm like, "Hat, really? Yeah. Do you know yeah. who that is?" And he didn't. Oh, uh, that's too bad. I know. Yeah. I, I started singing "Set the Controls for the Heart of the Sun." I thought I had a new friend. Did, what part did you sing? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want to know. The 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 hit the piano with a mallet. Part? Yeah, that part. Oh yeah. Um, no, so, there's words to it. Uh, I sang the words. <laughs> one of my favorite albums, but we'll uh-huh. talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> um, but so once I have the baseline, um, the kids they don't see it, and that's the other beautiful thing about it is like. I've got the baseline, and as soon as I got the baseline in my head, the whole the rest of the song sort of writes itself, right? Because sure, the thing, sure. everything else, you already know. Like, okay, the all the best bass, the best drum set's going to be like this. The best guitar is going to be like this, or whatever. Yeah. So then I get a, a drums out, and the baseline that was just udum, udum, and the kids are like doom, doom, like what is this? And then the drums go, and then this thing goes, yeah, and the kids are like, oh, and then um. The whole song is written like that. It's layered. Mm-hmm. Drums mm-hmm. or bass, drums, guitar, keys, and then the smattering of random instruments that they've given me. Sure. Boomwhacker, shaker, triangle, and that's all the st- that's all the, the times that the kids jump in. Okay. And it's like, okay, let's let's record the shaker part. Like and then you put headphones on them and put, put them in front of a mic. All of it. What yeah. do you use to record just your laptop? Um, so just my laptop. Okay. Do you mean mm-hmm. record the sound? Yeah. I have microphones. Okay. Uh, and microphones go into audio interfaces. Um, mm. And microphones and audio interfaces purchased by you or by the school? By the school. Okay. But cool. all, you, all cool. you would need is one. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but purchased by the school. And sure. then um, if you really, if they if their performance was really just stinky, then it doesn't really matter because you can go on the back end and fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, if so they're you like, need to, need to post. Mm-hmm. keep it, mm-hmm. you know, and then just fix it later. Um, that. Or yeah, uh, but the important part is their playing is on it. Yep, mm-hmm. right. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Is that is does that do them a disservice? Does it make them feel like they're better than they are? Does it make it no. so that they don't focus on? I don't know. I, I don't just, think so. I, I don't think it does because the key part is that they played it and they feel proud about it. Mm-hmm. And like it depends, I, I guess there, this goes back to the numbers question. I think this element, yeah, there's probably a certain degree to where okay, maybe you shouldn't push the envelope too much in fixing and post. But I think. Yeah. Touch-ups. The key part is making sure the students are doing it. Yeah, they understand the concept and they're proud about their own work. Yeah, I think I it, if I were to fix it, I would tell them what I was yeah. doing to fix mm-hmm. it too. Yeah. Like, and and don't make it a shame thing at all. Just be like, hey, I want you on this album. This is what we did. This is why it doesn't fit. So this is how I'm fixing it to make sure that you're still included. Yeah, and on top of that, that's what happens in the studio all the time. Oh yeah. my god, all the time. Well, and if yeah. I. If I record myself playing the guitar and it has to go, it's always off. Yeah. Like, and I'm a good musician. Yeah, yeah. And so when I go and record my own things, I quantize my guitar stuff. I mean, there's actually a debate whether that's even really necessary, but the 
I'll do some of that. And so I don't think there's any issue in doing that with the kids. What I won't do, though, is I take a recording that's really bad. Yeah. You know, because I think that would be a disservice. Yes. It's like, hey, guys, let's do that again. They will know if it's not a recording. Uh, And so, like, if we're just completely missing it or if someone who's supposed to play a D on a boomerang hits an E, it's like, well, we, you know, we're not going to. Yeah. We're not going to delete that part of the recording and keep it going. Right. Right. Um, So you built the song and then the and, and then the best part. I think the most creative part for kids is the vocal part because yeah. what happens is I get everybody to stand up and, and hum along cool, uh, in whatever way they, they want. That's mm. cool. And sometimes kids just go, mm, mm, right? Mm-hmm. But then other times there's a kid that's like, mm, 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 mm. I'm like, mm, 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 mm. Yeah. and then we're all like, mm, mm. And then and that's it's the like, communal that's it. Uh-huh. I'm like, let's uh-huh. do that for the verse, you guys, right? Got it. So then I'll r- take a quick audio recording myself and I'll just go, mm, So mm, that's how mm, you start mm. building the melody. Yeah. Got it. And then um, the words, everybody's written the lyrics because we cho- decided the theme. Mm. So it's a winter album. And uh, the sixth graders want to write a song about the, win- the, the, you know, the storm has kept us inside, so we're just gonna wear pajamas all day, mm. right? I like it. So kids in San Diego, in San Diego. Well, you know, we're, we're... when it does storm, we're babies. That's true. We don't go we are, nowhere. We're straight baddies. <laughs> we yep. stay inside. Yeah, like when it's fifty-five, yeah. and it's like spitting. Like it doesn't have to be raining hard. It's like there's moisture in the air. Mm-hmm. We're inside. Mm-hmm. Um. So the words, thirty kids wrote thirty different songs. So I just take the best lines mm-hmm. and the best words. And I and then I make it sound like something that I think people would want to hear, mm-hmm. which I also don't think is disingenuine. Disingenuous? Is that the Ingenuous, word? Yeah. Um, because especially as the grades get younger and younger, there is a little bit of charm to words that just sound like second graders made them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll leave some of that in. Yeah. Um, but when you get a little older, kids don't want to sing something that feels like, um, it's not good right <laughs> totally I, and yeah. I, that's a really weird thing to say but like their heroes are Dua Lipa and so they want to sound like yeah her. and so I think it actually helps their interest and performance to give them something that is a little bit more professional yeah for sure and so I'll put my I'll put my adult touch on the words yeah um, I do that all the time but I try to give them a choice I'll be like, well, this doesn't quite work for this reason but we could either take it here here's one idea or here's another what do you guys think? Yeah. Do you want to do one of these two things or do you want to do something different? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I go home and then I, so in for, in the 45 minutes that I have them, I write the, I write a verse and a chorus in front of them. Mm-hmm. Bass, drums, guitar, piano. Mm-hmm. And then we figure out some vocal part. And I'll do that six times in a day because uh-huh. I'll see six rotations. Sure. And so then I'll, at the end of that day, my mind is just melted. It's melted. I'm yeah. sure. Mainly yeah. because I'm like grasping at like, it's just a, it's a creative decathlon is what it is. Yeah. Um, and I have to just like, it challenges me in a really cool way. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I, I kind of wonder how challenged we are as educators and whether or not that leads to burnout too. Like, uh, pick up your instruments, clap your chord notes again. Mm-hmm. I wish yeah. I was performing downtown, right? But so like <laughs> the there's the, a balance. It's yes. a really important balance because yep. you don't want to stretch yourself too thin. Yeah. And but I get it. I get bored mm-hmm. too. Yeah. That's also our special brains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the it's like all right, here we go. It's almost like a this is like a hell week thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm really proud of the end result because 
I somehow create came up with those things mm -hmm. and they were okay enough that the kids connected to them um, but if it wasn't for me drawing on songs that already existed there would there would be no way that I could get it oh, done yeah, definitely. like mm -hmm. you can't come up with 14 original songs in in a week that's impossible right so it so the yeah. stuff sort of sounds, sounds like stuff that's already made yeah um but so then i sure so then i re well doesn't every song kind of sound yeah. like a song that's already made not like, the songs i make crystal okay they're oh, genuinely sure. perfect sure, and Jessie. true and okay. new got it um but that i, I stand i stand corrected <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah you, yeah you're absolutely right everything's sort of yeah and, we and that's another thing teach other. kids you know like it's okay like you were saying it's okay to yeah you know yeah um so then i come back to them the next week there's a skeleton made of the song. I've made a verse in the chorus, but then I made the verse in the chorus again, and maybe I created a brand new bridge that they had, they had no control over. It was just this dude. This is your bridge, right? Yeah. Um, and then we, I give them the words and those melodies that they came up with the week before, and I, I teach it to them. Yeah. And I use um, uh, that song stick, that famous song stick from Orf Levels. The song stick, the sing and pause. That thing had changed. The paddle. I still oh, use oh, it yeah. all the yep, time. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And for anybody at home who doesn't know, it's just you take a stick, mm -hmm. um, and not the one, not the same one you hit kids with. Leave that oh one to the God, side. Jesse. Um, but the one <laughs> strike one. <laughs> uh, you you write, um, listen, uh, on yellow think, paper. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, and sing. Yep. And you try to group those uh, either in an image or something, but you tape them to the stick such that you can spin them mm -hmm. one yeah. at a time. Um, and you start with the listen, and if I'm the teacher, I go, here we go, everybody. <laughs> Much slower, probably, right? And then um, I'll do it over and over and over again, and then I'll turn to the to think part, and the think part is they get them to, you get them to hum it in, uh, in their heads. So everybody, you know, we turn to think, and everybody goes, <laughs> my pitch changed really bad. Um, and then we turn to sing, and everybody sings it. And um, it works just amazing. Mm -hmm. Have you d used that thing? Oh, yeah. Do you use that thing? I So I first learned about it through the Fire Robin approach. And it was just um, copy and decode. There's also another one that's stop and go. Mm -hmm. I like the... Uh, was it Dave? Was it yeah, Dave? it was Davey added the, the yeah, yellow. The, so the, I like the yellow uh, a lot. So go is green or sing is green. Uh, listen is red. and uh, Yellow. yellow and think. yellow is think. Yeah, it's it's, really, I, it's great. It's really now nice. we do it so much that I almost never grab it because the kids are just so well trained. Yeah, yeah. But every time I bring it to uh, a workshop, I teach people like take pictures on their cell phone because they're like, oh, yeah. It's so simple. It's so yep. cheap to make, and it's it's genius. It solves a million problems. Yeah. To teachers who want to do this, what is your w one bit of just like advice you'd give them? It's like anything. You just got to. When I went bungee jumping for the first and only time in my life, um, I got to the end, I got to the gate at the top, right? And the person, have you ever done this? They close you. No. They close oh, the no. gate behind you and your feet are on this platform that are only half the, the length of your feet, I am right? when it comes to height. <laughs> that would be a no for me. <laughs> and so this gate closes behind you and the guy, the the, the attendant, they tell you, uh -huh. um, I'm going to count to three and on the three, you, you fall over, right? And so you can watch people do this. They go one, two, three, and they don't lean. They don't fall over, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and those people who don't fall over usually just end up coming back down. Um, because their only way to do this is to block whatever's happening in your brain that's telling you you're going to die, right? Um, you can't do this. And so 
when I tell people about stuff that they're afraid to do, I look at them and I say, one day I was bungee jumping. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then I get to the end and I go, the guy said one, two, three. And I just fell over, man. And that is like so much my life. <laughs> is you just every single thing that comes up that just goes, I don't know how to do this. You just fall over. So grab a MIDI controller, grab a digital audio workspace, and just get in there with some samples. And start dragging them and looping them and cutting them. Mm-hmm. And then do that with kids. This don't create. Just use the things that have already been created and get them using technology to make music. That's what grips kids is. I don't know how to sing. I don't know how to play an instrument. I'm not going to do any of those things. Oh, yeah. Well, let's do all those things, mm-hmm. though, with things that are already made. But you'll be still doing it because you're using the mouse. You're the one adjusting it. I, yeah. I, I think about back in season two, we were talking about how um, when we started doing a lot of distance learning, this is back, you know, 2020. And uh, a lot of teachers just felt apprehensive to do anything. I, I, we were in a state of like vulnerability to, the, and then we all recognized, hey, this is how our kids feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to lean into that element. Your ki- you're asking your kids to be vulnerable, to try things that's different. Yeah. Try it out as yourself as well. Yeah. So I'm with you there. That's cool. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it, it, so much of it is just leaning because yes. mm-hmm. you're going to you're gonna start and it's going to be like, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, another one of my master teachers told me from the beginning was like, you don't need to know. You don't need to be the expert. You just need to know one day's worth of That's yep. material. Right. Yep. Yep. Like one just step go ahead. one day ahead, you know, yeah. and you can look like you're a real expert that way. Which is why teaching is such a craft. Yeah. Because if you can learn something brand new and then process it in a way that is teachable, mm-hmm. th- that's its own. I mean, that's its own intelligence, really. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, to be able to break something down like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the content. It is, but it's not. You're right. It's both. Yeah. It is, but it isn't. Yeah. So just pick up a get grab a dog, start with BandLab, mm-hmm. drag some samples in, learn how to loop, learn how to copy-paste, you're in it. There you go. And that's and day get off, one. And get off Windows 95. Well, now I'm wondering, <laughs> you know, we've kicked around the idea of chaotic harmony workshops. It sounds like we might need to have a... We uh, might need to. We might need to have a, a mm-hmm. music production workshop. That would be something. Mm-hmm. That'd I be think, cool. I just, I wonder how, I would love to see you doing, I, w- I wonder what I would have you do with it. Because mm. I've seen some of well, your teaching. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's figure it out. Yeah. You also know it's good in two parts. What is good in two parts? Maybe four parts. More people, actually. More parts, more people is if you mm. do hit that like button. That's true. It does help make this community grow and helps us have some awesome people like Jesse. Also some awesome people on the way coming, which you'll find out soon enough. Um, keeps these lights on. So please make sure you hit that like button. Also subscribe on YouTube. If you don't watch us on YouTube, that's fine. You can do, you just, just hit subscribe and just leave in the background, you know. But it helps uh, this community grow a lot. Please leave us a review. Five stars only. Actually, don't please. No, I'm not. I'm not going to recant. No, please leave us a review. Just like all the other peeps. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you have any questions, you can always email us at chaoticharmingclassroom@gmail.com. So do the things, like the stuffs, hit the subscribes. I want to take a quick break and thank my husband Brian, who's been working behind the scenes producing these episodes every week on all of the platforms and on time. But you need to know that he is first a financial planner for Mission Trails Financial. Mission Trails Financial is a partner that seeks to guide clients in the journey to financial success. They believe that people need a financial advisor that aims to provide strategies for success. Mission Trails Financial helps people navigate investments, tax planning, and insurance. 
Imagine working with an advisor who isn't tied to specific brands. Mission Trails Financial has a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interests of their clients by providing independent, objective advice. Their mission is to help clients accomplish their financial goals. As Joe Vitale once said, a goal should scare you a little and excite you a lot. Do yourself a favor and set up a time to chat with Mission Trails Financial. Visit www.missiontrailsfinancial.com or call 619-419-0238 to schedule a call. You'll be glad you did. We believe that leaning on professionals is how we get ahead. Check out the program notes for more information. And I have a spiccato awesome. for the week. Um, my son handed these to me. Mm-hmm. So I have two Lego minifigures. Awesome. One is Batgirl. And okay. she has a cape. And uh, the other one is Charmander. Mm-hmm. One of the classic three. So what would you do? I don't. I guess it doesn't have to be Batgirl and Charmander. What would no. you do with Lego minifigures in music class? First of all, make sure that nobody adopts them. Mm-hmm. Adopts them? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I mean... Yes. Well, sometimes things go missing from the classroom. Oh, okay. You okay, know? Okay, okay, okay. She was always yes. bald, Mr. Rogers. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just like you, Mr. Seligman. <laughs> <laughs> the kids told me the other day, Mr. Rogers, your hairline makes an M if you look closer. <laughs> <laughs> They're always it's good for dance. confidence. I never boost. noticed that. <laughs> I have something. Okay, what would you do? So I would tell the students, give me your best Charmander impression. Mm. And, Char. Then, <laughs> Char. and then I would record that. <laughs> and then we would use it. And you would loop it. Yeah, we'd loop it. And like it. We'd do like some, you know, just hip hop beat. Okay. And then we would throw it in there and char, 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 That's char, awesome. Charmander. Yeah. Charmander. <laughs> Charmander. That's killer. <laughs> I like it. You could just make the whole Pokemon rap. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Please don't bring that back. I was a product of it that It never age. left. I'm it sorry. never left. All with you. I'm sorry. My kids play Electro, Pokemon all the time. I, I know that. No, no. The Pokemon rap. The Pokemon rap specifically. Oh. It always ended with a Pokemon that E. Somebody heard Electro, Diglett, Somebody Mid- Ran, Mankey, Bulbasaur, Tata, Fiero, Pidgey. It's an E. E. I didn't e, know it was a e. thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Season one. Um, I just watch my kids play Pokemon all the time. And I think it's the most fascinating like oh, improv shit. comedy exercise where you only get to say your name. But mm. they act out whole scenes. I'm like, this is... I just I, that's great it's obnoxious and it is fascinating mm. mm-hmm. what would you do with these um well they are kind of small they are they're teeny but I think it would be cool I think I've done something along these lines if it was for a mannequin okay but have them create a pose mm. adjust the arms or but, a leg. Like, yeah because these aren't like Legos there's a little more adjustability to them that one is. That one's a Lego? Straight yeah. up? This one is. Okay. Yeah, that's my first go-to. That's an off-brand. Off-brand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you are Danish. It's okay, Charmander. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah think poses I Yeah, I think they're so much fun. I think um, it goes back to what we what we always talk about. Like, anytime you put something in a child's hand mm-hmm. and they sing through it, then it's not as scary because it's not them singing. It's their character. Hmm. So I feel like we could we could use it for a scene we could all make up a little scene together um, and they have to interact with each other um, just cool. to get the creative juices flowing. Mm-hmm. I do a, I do a lot of improv games in music class because it just breaks the ice breaks so the effectively. Yep. Yeah, and it gets and it gets them thinking creatively. Yeah, um, that's, that's And then point. teaching them that we tr- we don't say no, we say yes and. So mm-hmm. we don't shoot down ideas. We um, we say how can we work with that instead. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know if I brought this up in another podcast, but hmm. I, I, have you noticed? And I talked with you about, about this, Jesse, at the last meeting. Like, I probably forgot. Okay. Have you noticed that like kids like this like this year are very hyper individualistic? Oh yeah. And so like it's that element of the whole improv element I like because that's been something that's been a struggle when we're creating collaborative mm-hmm. elements of like we're doing a lot of um, poses and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so having okay, if you have a disagreement, see mm-hmm. how you two can make things work together. That's right. There doesn't have to be either or necessarily as long as it's safe. You know? Yes, and. <laughs> yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Can you take them apart? Oh yeah. And like, well, I'm my Tars Manor's leg. Oh, you like yeah. here. You take the hand. You take a hand. You take. A, if you have a hand, sing this. Uh, oh, that's. If you have fun. a leg, sing this. Uh, Ooh. Build some chords. Mm-hmm. Ready to go. Yes. That's cool. Okay. That's a cool idea. Cool. See, it takes the concept of musical Legos and just mm. makes them actual it's Legos. It's or off-brand idea. Legos. Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> building bricks so instead of doing a round of the week this week we've been talking so much about jesse's album that we want to share a track from it yeah hit us up what do you, like which which song do you feel like sharing uh i think i'll sh- i think i'll this share thing. a tune that sounds a lot like bruno mars okay okay uh called pajamas all the time i like <laughs> it noise can't wait if i could i would Jesse for coming. Thank you Jesse, for having me. It's been yeah. awesome to have you. And Jesse, uh, if people want to contact you or message you or reach out to you or your, you mentioned last week about um, your plug, which is classic composers. Uh-huh. How can they reach you? Yeah, I mean, um, I think it's the best way is just 
trying to reach out via Instagram classroom composers at classroom composers. Awesome. But I also have a personal Instagram. Oh, well, they can, they can become my third follower. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Cool. And Crystal, if people want to message you, how can they message you? You can find me on Instagram, Mrs. Pridmore or Twitter at Finney Vapa. Awesome. And you can message me at Mr. Seligman, M R S E L I G M A N on the Twitters or the, uh, what was it? Instagram. So that's what it is. Yes. And you can reach us. <laughs> long day I guess, huh? you can also message us uh, at ch classroom on all the socials except for youtube which is youtube.com slash chaotic harmony chaotic harmony classroom you can do that also for the gmail chaotic harmony classroom at gmail.com please send us an email we'd love to respond to you all right bye bye The Chaotic Harmony Podcast is a joint project between Crystal Pridmore and Jonathan Seligman. You can find us online at chaoticharmonyclassroom.com. You can email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail and let us know what you think. Give us feedback about what you would like to hear in future episodes. We're on all the socials. Find us on facebook.com slash chaoticharmonyclassroom. You can find us on Twitter at chclassroom, Instagram at chaoticharmonyclassroom, and you can even find our episodes on YouTube. Chaotic Harmony is the name of of our channel. Special thanks to Brian Pridmore for his help with production and equipment. www.pridmoria.com But anybody around here for any length of time has to put up with my husband's and my innuendo. That's what you get for looking like a snack over there behind that camera. Are we started yet? (laughs) You know, you can expect me not not to use any profanity, but Or what we can do is just bleep out certain words and we assume. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Like, have you seen the necessarily censored Totally. Feel free to share, but like also not. When when somebody de- <laughs> when somebody declares that what they've said is deep, it's it's just not. Oh man. Man, I'm so deep. That's so deep.